everybody. It is the morning after with Nikki Big J. Tuesday, the 7th day of April 2020 is the date. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Hello. We are ready to do a radio show for you today that consists of a episode of Streaming Dumbass for Big J to watch a movie, a particular movie. Oh, God. Which is nothing different, I suppose, for the last couple of days, right? Sure. I mean, uh, have you... Uh, did you watch anything streaming last night? Uh, no, not last night. Well, let's see. I was watching just episodes of, of stuff here and there. Buddy Nothing versus... In particular. Uh, no, that was on Sunday night. I see. Uh, but no, over the weekend, caught uh, Coffee and Kareem, which is on Netflix. Right, the new one. Ed Helms, which is pretty funny. That's Big J approved? Yeah. Uh, and so I'll make sure I stay away from that one. But any other movies uh, that you watched that you're aware of? Well, I'm not going to make you watch it twice in a row, plus you just gave us the approval. Yeah, but it's on Netflix. I thought you meant because I liked it that no, you no, would no. choose to no, not watch why it. Why would I give you a movie that you just watched? Any other movies that you watch that I do need to stay away from? Oh, no. Oh, oh, I see. We, we had a communication issue. Okay. Uh, you're talking about streaming dumbass. I'm just talking about movies in general. Right. I'm talking about streaming dumbass. Uh, no, no, man. It's all, all right. uh, an open world. Watching a lot of television? Is that what's happening over the course of these last couple days? Yeah, uh, well, let's see. There's, I've been watching uh, there's a show called uh, Rust to Riches on Netflix, um, and it's a car building show. Okay. Gotham, Gotham Cars. Uh, Gotham Garage is what it's called. So uh, I finished up that last night. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, and TV shows never end up on streaming dumbass because that's just too much right. to stream. It wouldn't be fair. I thought we were just shooting the you-know-what. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, well, we started it, and then you told me you watched it, and then I was like, I should probably figure out if you've watched anything else to make sure I don't double up on anything. Double up, double up. Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> you started your morning with a Sir Mix-a-Lot reference. Welcome it's going to be all downhill from here. On top of that, we also have the return on Cage Match here on the old morning after. Yesterday, we crowned a new champion. Around 9.15, that champion will defend its title today. We will uh, have your votes in for that this morning as well. On top of all the important stuff that we're going to get into, it should be a fairly cool Tuesday morning. Let's get started with some jams. Allison Chains, it's I Stay Away here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J on the X-Rocks. Nick and Big J. Well, Big J, Americans across the country have been transitioning into working from home amid the coronavirus lockdown. Yeah. And in turn, it's made us realize something that has helped a particular industry. As we have had to work from home a lot more, we've realized what, Big J? God. We, we need the internet. Yeah, well, now that's for more sure. than ever. Uh, but on top of that, it's also get, you just get home and you go, God, the computer I have in my house sucks. It just sucks. Oh, yeah, it does. It's not good. Which means... Upgrade. Yep, we're buying computers at a, quote, record-breaking rate. Representative from Walmart said sales in the store's computer department are up a significant amount. That includes the sales of laptops, tablets, and printers. Best Buy has reported similar sales increases for laptops, monitors, and webcams. Market research company NDP Group says U.S. sales of laptops and desktops were up 45%. Keyboard sales, 64%. Sales of webcams were up 180% in the same period. The vice president of technology, Stephen Baker, wrote in a blog post recently that whether working for learning from home, productivity hard work is required, and many Americans seeing this new reality figure, time to upgrade, man. Well, let's see, what did I say I was going to buy you for your birthday and Christmas? Uh, you said a new laptop, but I have one now. You don't have to worry about that. But it's a new one? Yes, brand new. Brand new. Uh, wh- wh- where did that come from? It came from uh, our wonderful company. Who gave it's brand, me- but it, yeah, but I mean, it's... 
It's from our company. Right, it, but it, I can use it for whatever I want to use. I know, I'm just saying. And I have the ability. Be the best. <laughs> well, no, it, I mean, it works significantly better than the one that I had. That's not saying a lot. Uh, no, it is. It, it, the the um, the increase in productivity from it is incredibly big, so I will happily take that and have everything that I need to do what I need to do from home, which is uh, very very nice. The NFL draft will be held in a virtual format this year with club personnel operating from their homes due to the pandemic. Roger Goodell outlined the procedures for the April 23rd to 25th draft in a memo sent to all 32 teams yesterday. Draft had been scheduled to happen in Las Vegas, but plans for televising the draft haven't been finalized. But the AP says that uh, they're going to air it just like they always do. But it's going to be like a weird, like everybody's making their picks from webcam kind of thing, which I think will significantly uh, downturn the actual um, televised uh, fun of it. But it'll still be a live sporting event, which I think will be just Well, fine. that, and I think we'll be able to all relate to some of the disasters that are going to happen uh, based on those of us who play fantasy football. <laughs> right. And so uh, it's uh, it should be a real Do interesting... Do they have their auto-draft set? <laughs> real interesting telecast, uh, and they are going to go ahead with it in April just from a virtual side of things. A 2019 theatrical production of uh, Fleabag, the Amazon TV show that won a bunch of awards this year by Phoebe Waller-Bridge, will stream on Amazon in April to raise money for healthcare workers and creative freelancers affected by the coronavirus pandemic. Download will be available for 48 hours, April 10th, for $5. You can check it out for yourself, a live theatrical production of the television show that people seem to really enjoy. You can grab it for yourself uh, on Amazon. It'll only be available for a little while, but it's for a fantastic cause. So if you like that show or you like Phoebe Waller-Bridge, it's an opportunity for you to see something cool and raise some money for charity in the process. It's Streaming Dumbass on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Oh, baby. Today's theme is hands in a bunch of different pies. You understand, Big J? Three different movies you have to choose from, each one of them on a different streaming network. Depending on the movie you choose will depend on what network you watch the movie on tonight, Big J. Basically, what we've done, we've stripped away the stars, the uh, studio that brought you, the director of BS, and you're just left with a very brief plot description from each of these streaming networks. And based on the movie that you watch, you will actually have to review it for us in 24 hours and let us know if it was worth your time. Are you ready? Yeah. Movie number one, two best friends decide they have no choice but to go on a cross-country trip for the second time in their lives to make sure someone and something doesn't make a huge mistake that could have dire consequences for their personal lives. Movie number two. Old school meets the modern world when Alex stumbles upon a mythical sword. He soon unites his friends and enemies, and they become knights who join forces with a legendary wizard. Together, they must save mankind from an army of supernatural warriors. Oh, man. <laughs> That's dangerous. Movie number three. A young man decides he wants to buck the trend of staying in the family barbecue business, which has been in his family for decades. He decides to follow his heart and become something much, much fancier with his life, much to his father's chagrin. Movie number one, movie number two, or movie number three. Leave the barbecue business. Right. Hey, what's uh, something to do with it? I'm going to go with movie number two. Movie number I two mean, how is. can I pass up on that description? You uh, passed on movie number one. That would have been the Amazon Prime movie of the night. It was the Jay and Silent Bob reboot, starring Jay Muse and Kevin Smith. You will not be watching the final movie in the View Askewiverse. Sorry, Big J. Damn it. You also passed on the Netflix movie of the day. 
That was called Uncorked. It stars Courtney Vance and Nisi Nash. Nisi Nash wants a very guest in the studio. Said right where you're sitting right now. You will be watching the movie that is on HBO, Big J. It is called The Kid Who Would Be King. It stars Patrick Stewart and Rebecca Ferguson, who is actually uh, fantastic in a little movie called Dr. Sleep. She played the big bad Oh, Dr. yeah, Sleep. yeah. Yeah. I believe she's the bad person in this movie as well. Good. So uh, Big J will be watching HBO Go tonight, and he'll be watching The Kid Who Would Be King, a movie that was very well-reviewed, did not do very well at the box office, but... You can see if Big J says it's worth your time tomorrow right around here. And if you want to play the home game, The Kid Who Will Be King is streaming now on HBO. Here's traffic. All right. Good luck, my friend. Thank you. Enjoy it. How about we step inside the X-Workforce Traffic Center, see how your commute is going. Let's see what's up with CB. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Yesterday it was announced three more people here in Idaho have passed away courtesy of complications due to COVID-19, according to the Idaho Health and Welfare Department on Monday. Brings a statewide total of 13. Two of the deaths were in Canyon County. One was in Payette. We are also up to 1,173 confirmed cases here in the state of Idaho right now. But the big news that came down came down late yesterday afternoon. The Idaho State Board of Education unanimously voted to extend the soft closure for Idaho schools all the way up until the end of the school year. But they did leave a very vague opening in things in the statement as well. They said that or they could open back up when health officials say it's safe to return to in-person classes. If health uh, officials do deem it safe, individual school districts will still need to make the decision to reopen schools themselves and kind of go from there. But as of now, you can pretty much, I would say, bank on soft closure till the end of the year, uh, of the school year. What that means for graduations, what that means for next year. I mean, there are already some states that have said that students will have to repeat the grade. That has been like that's uh, messed up. But I mean, if you're not going to school for half the year, what do you do? Just you know what? Half the education in this country sucks so bad it wouldn't matter anyways if they just gave them a damn degree. I mean, seriously, uh, especially be, in this state. Well, I agree. It, there's definitely some work to be done in education. I'm not sure giving everybody just an automatic free pass go is the way to well, go. Well, it's half a, go. No, I, I mean, listen, there's there's summer school opportunities. I mean, there, there's the ability to extend the school year. There's the uh, possibility of maybe there's going to be some works and made up with some digital stuff. So it may not just be the end of the world. But, I mean, if your last day in school was, you know, middle of March, it's tough to just go, yeah, cool, because, I mean, you're missing all your finals. If you're a senior, you're missing a bunch of uh, second half semesters. <laughs> Well, I mean, yes, if you're a terrible test taker. Regardless, I mean, it sucks for those kids. It does suck. Big time. It does suck. Uh, Especially those that are graduating this year. I mean, they miss out on the proms. They miss out on all that stuff. That is such a, uh, you know, just one of those things that you hang your head on come senior year. That you never thought, you never ever imagined in a million years that this is why you would miss the school. Right, Right. Right. Exactly. Exactly. It's unprecedented times and everybody's dealing with the best that they can so uh obviously each it sounds like school district is going to have to handle this on their own and figure out what's happening from there so if you have a student in school be in close contact with your students teachers and with the school district and principals and see if there's a system in place i mean i know west ada was having people uh you know kids could go back into school today at certain times to grab stuff from their locker according to the text message i got yesterday and also they 
have been in contact with e each parent individually, hopefully at this point, setting up digital aspects to the classroom so that there will be still some education being done over the course of the next couple of weeks and possibly months. The British Open has been canceled with an announcement coming yesterday that the golf's oldest tournament won't be played for the first time since 1945. Additionally, three other golf majors, the Masters, the U.S. Open, and PGA Championships are all being postponed. Masters is supposed to go on later this month, now said for mid-November. U.S. Open, set for June, has been rescheduled to mid-September. PGA Championship last year moved to May. It's going back to August because of all this stuff. So things are getting moved around because of the coronavirus. Probably shouldn't surprise anybody that that's happening. Baseball Hall of Famer Al Killeen, who spent his entire 22-year career with the Detroit Tigers, passed away on Monday, no cause of death given. He was 85. He was dubbed Mr. Tiger, 15-time All-Star, 10-gold glove winner, youngest player to win the American League batting title at 20 back in 1955. He ended his career after the 74 season, had 3,007 hits, almost 400 home runs as well in his career during a dead ball era. Not too bad at all as a uh, hitter and a very good one at that. Big J, we know what's next for Joe Exotic. Investigation Discovery has lined up the Tiger King star's next gig. It's called Investigating the Strange World of Joe Exotic. Not the first time that Investigation Discovery has piggybacked on the success of a Netflix show to dive a little bit deeper and see if it can't get some ratings. So this one now is set to explore exclusively the disappearance of Don Lewis, the first husband of Exotic's nemesis, Carol Baskin. Lewis disappeared back in 1997, of course, the Florida Police Department after Tiger King opened up the cold case again as well. And according to an insider, quote, it's going to take a deeper dive into the crime. Joe has a contract for the project and he is going to be participating. He is currently behind bars. What does that mean? I don't know. Well, they go in. I mean, because it's Discovery and not Netflix and some, you know, independent thing. They get to go in and do interviews in right. prison. Oh, man. This is all very, I mean, it, it's like, <laughs> listen. What's your problem now? My problem is I'm almost 100% certain Joe Exotic should not be rewarded for his behavior of, of what he has done. He has got information we no. need to know no, about he, Carol Baskin. No, he doesn't. He doesn't. Yes, he, he does. He does not have any information. He's got a lot of accusations, and he's probably right. But uh, Joe Exotic has done nothing to further the investigation or the information given about Don Lewis. He just has a lot of terrible things to say about her, which, again, uh, there are no good people in that show. Least of all, Joe Exotic, who's a terrible person. <laughs> hey, nobody wants to give him a humanitarian award here. No, but nobody should be giving him a TV show Well, either. you know, oftentimes, Nick, in investigations, you have to, uh, you know, get that information from... The criminal element. Listen, listen, listen to me. Joe Exotic could give a rat's ass about Carol Baskin's husband. He wants him her out of the picture because of all the well, economic damage that was now. done. It's too to late her. for that. This it's about reciprocity. This has nothing to do with her husband. It has everything to do with the crap that the, the fact that she wouldn't give up and wanted every penny from him after he stole her logo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, blatantly stole everything about her logo and did some trademark infringement and, and got caught and got screwed and uh, had to pay restitution and she wanted everything she could get out of it. She's not a good person. He's not a good person. Uh, where's the investigation into Jeff, uh, Jeff, what's Lowe? his face? Jeff Lowe and him maybe, yeah, just no. maybe conning people. Oh, God, please. At the very least, he's a con artist. Uh, again, no good people on that show. Nobody should be uh, rewarded with future deals or future things at all. Uh, they all should just fall face to the earth. 
Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff. We're going to hell international style today. As we head to France for today's We're Going to Hell story. What do you know about the people of France, Big J? Uh, they like wine. Uh-huh. They like rich, rich food. They got a lot of cases of, uh, of, uh, gout. No, grout. You were right the first time. And, of course, if they are often depicted in movies, they also are a chain-smoking bunch. Oh, boy, yeah, you're right. And uh, millions of people around the world are adjusting to life under the coronavirus safety measures. And France is one of the countries that has ordered its population to stay at home, so much so that they have put up uh, police barricades and things to try to keep people inside of their homes. But despite those warnings and the uh, roadblocks being put up, one man decided it was time to break quarantine. Why? He wanted to cross the border into Spain because he needed cheap cigarettes. You understand, Big J? Yeah. Got to get those smokes. Duty free. It did not end well. And uh, and this is a story of a man who ended up <laughs> causing a lot of uh, harm all because of his one quest that did not go well. So uh, basically, the man has not been named. He initially set off from the city of Perpagan by car. He was going to drive over to Spain, grab himself some cigarettes, and head back. But then he found that his way was blocked because there was a bunch of police checkpoints. And he's like, son of a gun. Well, listen, I've watched enough movies. I know what I need to go. I'm going to attempt to cross the border into Spain on foot, right? Roads? Where I'm going, I don't need roads. Yeah, he doesn't need them. So uh, there are a bunch of mountain slopes that apparently uh, kind of go across the border from France into Spain. And he got lost in the mountain slopes, Big J. He went up one that was a little bit too steep. Next thing you know, he goes ass over tea kettle into one. He falls into some streams and brambles, and he ended up uh, injuring his leg pretty good because of his fall. So he had to call for help. Help me. I'm stuck in a stream. Help me. I've injured my leg. I fell down a mountain. All because I was breaking quarantine rules. So rescuers had to send out not one but two helicopters to locate the man. Damn. Evacuating him by helicopter, taking him to Perquin Hospital, where he was given a $500 fine for breaking quarantine rules, plus the amount of money that he'll have to spend for his rescue. You understand? He just wanted one cigarette. He wanted a bunch of cigarettes, I'm guessing. Uh, and so this is a story of a gentleman that didn't listen to quarantine protocols, decided he was going to do it his own way, and then ended up falling, hurting himself, and having to get rescued via helicopter all during a quarantine. Did he ever get those cigarettes, Big J? No, I'm going to guess not. not. He did not. That did not work out well for him at all. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. It is the X-Rock. That is Tool, and that is Sober here on The Morning After with Nicky Big J on 100.3, The X Rocks. Uh, yesterday had uh, dinner with the uh, the children and uh, and saw something that I had kind of noticed the last couple of days, uh, mostly coming home from work. 
Uh, and and I, I brought it up to Big J last night, and we kind of had some theories, but we didn't have any actual answers, and so we thought maybe we would turn to you, the collective public of the Treasure Valley, that maybe uh, you could be involved in this and give us some answers. Maybe there's a simple answer to something that I didn't notice. But as I was driving uh, down uh, Fairview and Cherry yesterday, uh, I noticed a couple of things, and it wasn't at every single one. It was mostly at the credit unions. But there was a ridiculous amount of cars in line at the credit unions the last couple of days. I've noticed that usually in the early afternoon to the late afternoon, there's just a bunch of cars in, in the drive-thru. Of, and it wasn't like I saw it at all the banks. I just saw it at a couple of them. But I was like, man, there's a lot of cars in line at the drive-thru. And I was like, why is that happening? I mean, at I drive, drive by all through. the time. Yeah, at the drive-thru. Well, through. I know why the drive-thru is happening. is because all the banks are closed. They can't go into the branch. But I was like, is there a reason why a bunch of us are lined up at the banks right now? Could And you had said, you know, cash. And I was like, well, you know, I suppose maybe in times of uncertainty and crisis, a lot of times somebody may want to grab out some money to have some cash on hand so that they have it for whatever reasons. But if there's one thing that this pandemic has taught us is that our technology is fairly stable, all things considered. So while you may have some money issues if you're in the stock market, without a doubt, as that continues to go up and down, uh, you're not going to have, it's not like the bank system is collapsing and you have an issue getting access to your money. You know what I mean? But that could be something that triggers somebody and goes, you know what, we're uncertain. Who knows when the bank system is going to, you know, they don't trust or, it. Uh, oh, there's somebody at the drive-thru. The bike. Why am I not there? Is this a thing? What's happening? So, I mean, we have our theories. Maybe it's just, you know, you, you're you doing business, and the only way that you can drop off or make a deposit for your business is through the drive-thru, so you're making the deposit at the end of the day. It could be that easy. Or maybe there's a little bit more something to it. Maybe we, there are a bunch of people freaked out and withdrawing a bunch of money from the bank. But I was trying to figure out why that is. And, uh, I mean, do you have that feeling? Like, do you need cash on hand kind of a thing right now? No, I don't have any. You don't have any cash anyway, so you're not worried yeah, I'm about not allowed to have cash. <laughs> you are. You simply have access to your allowance that is on your debit card, right? <laughs> right. And I imagine it's not being used very much right now. No, right? man, no. I yeah. just I bought some gas this morning. It was real cheap. It is. Gas is fairly cheap these days. So if you have any insight as to why that is happening, what is going on? Maybe there's something to the story there. Love to hear it. 208-287-1003. Also, the, uh, the text line is open. You can access us that way. But we would love to find out some more information about this stuff. Morning after with Nick and Big J trying to figure out why the banks are so busy and finally got somebody to call in. Hey, yeah, so frivolous deposits and knee-jerk withdrawals. That's all it is? It's just uh, the regular business banking and people are freaking out a little bit? Yeah, my wife's a manager at the credit union, and that's what she has coming through her drive-thru all all day. She says it's pretty busy, though, like an like exorbitant amount of business? Yes. Yeah, okay. Does, okay. Does it uh, does it make you nervous, her having to deal with all that, with what's going oh, on? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. She's high risk. Yeah, yep. absolutely. And so that adds to it, and, and so, yeah, somebody's going to put her in the hospital. Hopefully not, man. Stay safe out there. Yeah, Thank you for there. the info. Yeah, gives us a good opportunity to thank all those that are continuing to work out there currently and uh, putting their health at risk as they continue to try to keep things somewhat normal, be it working at the grocery stores, the pharmacies, the uh, banks, the credit unions out there. So uh, a nice little tip of the cap and thank you to those that are dealing with this craziness in uncertain times and trying to keep some of us keep going and doing what we're doing, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe maybe let's not have those knee-jerk reactions. It'd be nice. Yeah. It'd be nice. Uh, keep a level head or at least try to as we uh, continue to go through this all 
all together, of course. And uh, we are going to do some important stuff. Let's do some Star Dog Champion by Mother Love Bone here right now on the X Rocks. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Big J, you're a consumer. Agree or disagree? Yeah. What is the number one thing you as a consumer are worried about getting when you go to the store currently? Well, we we had a, an issue uh, getting hand soap. Hand soap. Uh, yeah, so we got a couple yesterday, but they're limiting two per customer for that. Right, because people um, And are- that's not even the, you know, the fancy Perel we have over here, the uh, hand sanitizer. I mean, just hand soap. Oh, right, right, right. Yes, yes, yes. Like for washing your hands, which you're advised to do as much as possible. And uh, according to Consumer Brand Association, you are in line with a lot of other consumers out there. Uh, 71% say they feel that household cleaning supplies and personal cleaning supplies are their biggest worry during the current pandemic. Uh, Of course, 54% felt this way about three weeks ago, so that number is going up across the board. Asked about specific products, 65% said hand sanitizer was the hardest product to find, followed by toilet paper, disinfectant wipes, face masks, and cleaning supplies. However, concern about access to other types of products has been falling. Uh, basically, uh, 62% say they're worried about being able to get personal care items. That's down from 70%. 71% concerned about able to get uh, food and beverages. That's down from almost 80% in the earlier poll. And 60% are concerned about able to get over-the-counter medicines. That's down from about 64%. Yeah, my biggest hurdles has been, and, and uh, you know, thanks to your wife, by the way, but baby wipes. Still, it, it's like a wasteland out there. Been yeah. able to find uh, paper towel was tough for a while. We were able to come across that, and then uh, baby wipes was hard. I finally had to. to I told uh, Kylie that I had to jump on the internet and get it. And it's supposed to be here uh, Thursday. Is when I'm finally supposed to get an order I made two weeks ago uh, for baby wipes, which because they have to get like the special sensitive kind. I can't just buy some random stuff right. on the. Uh, on the that I find in the the aisle, which makes it a little bit more difficult for me. But yeah, I haven't had any problem finding hand soap, but um, any kind of like cleansers are also difficult, and Clorox wipes or any kind of wipes are pretty much uh, the way of the dodo as well. So again, there's not a shortage of these, which is why there's a two-person thing. But then again, I also saw again today lines, you know, at the grocery store. So people are still... Are they six feet apart at least in the line? It, it, it did not look that way, but I, I cannot say for certain. I was like, my first thought was, wow, that's a long line. My second thought was, wow, that's a long line of people pretty close together. So uh, I went to Winco the other day to do some shopping and get some things, and, and they had a very uh, marked off sections of where you can stand and can't stand while you're waiting to get it to register. Yeah. And so, you know, there's... And I heard that, you know, some of the stores are starting to do uh, like lane routing for when you're going through the store so that you don't bump into each other and that sort of thing. Yeah, I've seen a lot of the addition of like plexiglass at uh, at grocery stores as well, which has been nice, and also food places, which helps people stay protected, which is very nice. And also, uh, yeah, the, the, a bunch of uh, places that have like little squares, like taped off squares on the ground where it's like, hey, here's where you need to be. Yeah, we and should have so, those in here. I agree. I agree. There are some certain people that like to get real close to you when they're talking, and I don't understand why. I don't, I, is, even I don't, now? Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Who, who, who's like, here? I have to physically... Well, I mean, uh, it's... Uh, we, I can tell you It's not me. Air. I didn't say it was you. There's nobody else here. I can tell you off air who it is that I'm just like, listen, to you. I don't like I don't like. I've how never seen you are. talk to anybody uh, besides me. Yeah, I like to keep it that way. <laughs> I, I like to keep it that way as much it. as possible. You don't say anything to anyone no, around here. I get my headphones on for a reason. Leave me the bleep oh, alone. Oh, man. 
Tom Brady wrote in the Players' Tribune Monday about his move to the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, saying that he, quote, has things to prove to himself and calls it a change, a challenge, and an opportunity to lead and collaborate and also to be seen and heard. The 42-year-old quarterback also spoke warmly about the Patriots, where he spent 20 years and won six Super Bowls, praising the organization and its fans, but never mentioning Mr. Bill Belichick. Big J, there was a divide there. I don't think they liked each other at the end of the day. But what are you going to do, right? Well, no. I, I mean, the story I saw from the very beginning when this whole thing happened, uh, it was uh, from ESPN, was that, you know, the, the straw that broke the camel's back was when uh, <laughs> Belichick tried to trade Brady to the 49ers. That could be, and then I. So he's like, "Whoa!" There was also, I think, the the really the, they maybe could have mended that, but the the kicking out his trainer from the the thing was probably the 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 real deal breaker. There was no way to mend that after that. NFL and Pro Football Hall of Fame uh, announced its 2010s All Decade team on Monday and included eight unanimous selections: Big J, Tom Brady, Von Miller, J.J. Watt, Adrian Peterson, Aaron Donald, Joe Thomas, Marshall Yanda, Justin Tucker. The uh, unanimous selections of the actual uh, team. Any issues with any of those players? No. Uh, all of the members of the 55-member team were chosen by 48-member Hall of Fame selection committee. Uh, Pete Carroll and Bill Belichick were chosen as the coaches for this particular uh, decade team. So congratulations to all those involved. I think it was just a fun way to kill time and didn't really mean anything. Matthew McConaughey and his wife Camilla, their two children, and their mom Kay hopped on Zoom to play bingo with some seniors at the Round Rock Senior Living Facility in Texas. All right, all right, all right. Just called out some numbers, man. Uh, B27. And so had some good times. The residents had a great time playing. They love talking with Matthew about his family heritage and his favorite drinks. And so everybody's having a good time, man. Thanks. Matthew McConaughey, make a timeout for people. Call in bingo games. Remember when we used to play bingo on the regular, Big J? Yeah. <laughs> Back when you were married. What happened? These things were considered fun for us. We had a good time. We had fun. Did we? No, we didn't. Pop Culture Smackdown. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Hey, we got something new to give away here, Nick. A, a DVD. Eagles of Death Metal live at the Olympia in Paris. I love you all the time. The special edition, uh, the, the show they got together uh, basically after that terrible uh, attack in Paris. Do you recall that? Yes. How could I forget? Yes. Thanks for bringing it up, though. 208 287 1003 is the number that you need to call if you would like this DVD. Get to mail this DVD out to people? Uh, no, no. You're gonna leave? Yeah, of course. What else am I supposed to do? Well, will it include a nice note? You didn't mention any of this. Thing. No, no, not now. Oh. You ruined it for everybody. Well, it's not my fault. I yes, thought you it wanted is. you to do those things. It was nice things that you were doing. I wanted people to know they were getting bonus stuff. But it's I not going to happen. Sorry. 208-287-1003 if you want to play Pop Culture Smackdown. Any theme today? Nope. No themes. Hello, The X. Well, good morning, fellas. How are you? We're hanging in there, man. How are you, more importantly? Oh, I am just fantastic this love morning. It. Love it. All right, which show has been around longer, The Simpsons or Family Guy? Simpsons. Right. That's correct. Uh, Nick, did Russell Crowe win his Oscar for a performance in The Insider, Gladiator, or A Beautiful Mind? Um, It was The Insider, I believe. That is incorrect. Wrong. Is it Gladiator? The Gladiator, yeah, yes. Right. That was my second choice. Man, but for some reason, choices. I thought that uh, that he had gotten it for The Insider. He was nominated. Was he nominated for all of those? Yes. He was. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, congratulations, man. Yeah. That, that uh, DVD is yours. Way to go. Woo! Hang on one second. We'll get it mailed out to you. Make sure you're all set and good to go. And we'll do some headlines. They're coming up next in the X-Rock. <laughs> headlines are as follows. The sign of the times. Get it on or when dreams turn into nightmares. Get it on! It's not what you're supposed to do if your country or state is on lockdown amid the coronavirus pandemic. But a woman was out jogging on Saturday in London's South Northwood Country Park when she spotted a couple having sex in the high grass, dude. In the high grass? Yeah, it all happened in broad daylight around like 2 o'clock. A couple of tigers. <laughs> she filmed the couple, posted the footage online, saying at 2 p.m. during my afternoon jog, I spotted two morons having sex in the woods. It was in plain sight. Kids were around. So they're not saving lives or staying at home, Big J. For shame. How dare they? How dare they? Can't do that. Just do it at home. Terrible time to be an exhibitionist anyway. I mean, there's nobody out. Where's the rush in that, right? Right? Yeah, exactly. Uh, isn't that the whole point? Is like the danger of maybe getting caught but in a quarantine makes it a lot harder to do those things. A sign of the times or when dreams turn into nightmares? When dreams turn into nightmares. Raul and Olivia de Fritas only planned to stay for six days and then a pandemic broke out, which meant the South African couple were stranded at a place called the Maldives Resort, all alone with the staff trapped in paradise. Quote, everybody says they want to be stuck on a tropical island until you're actually stuck, Olivia said. It began when the 28-year-old butcher and 27-year-old teacher splurged on a very expensive honeymoon in an island resort with rooms for 180 guests paying about $7.50 a night. They arrived March 22nd, right in the middle of the kind of outbreak there, and were told Wednesday, when they were supposed to leave, that South Africa's airports were closing. So it was impossible to reach the local airport in time. The only other guests slipped out that last week, so Raul and Olivia had the beach, the sun, the drinks, the snorkeling, all to themselves, and the staff were stuck there as well. So they were basically at a private resort on an island all by themselves. And she said it was incredible to get the extra time, but and they also got a discounted bill, but still, I mean, it was a ridiculous amount of money. Finally, on Sunday, they were relocated to another resort where travelers are being housed until flight permissions are worked out. They're still banned, so they've been stuck there since March uh, 22nd, it said, right? I mean, listen, there's worse places to be stuck. True, but you got to pay for it all now. You're not just stuck. They're not just giving you free room and board. I know, I know, but then that isn't fair. And so uh, what you do is uh, you just cancel all those credit card credit cards oh, right there you, you you what you do is you call it and you dispute the charges and then they, then they, they put you out on the street so you have to live on the street no after you get home oh i see you but you can't i mean you were actually there and and we're what at are the you hotel supposed to do they, they can't make you do that no you're not they're choosing to they have to stay I mean, where else can you do you're stuck in a situation where you didn't think you were stuck on vacation basically but you can't expect somebody to just go yeah cool stay for free yeah, they're called squatters. Right, but it's a hotel. It's not a house. Well, and they, they can kick out squatters. That can happen. If somebody is there to kick you out, you can be physically kicking removed. me out. <laughs> well, you're not stuck in an island resort, so you don't have to worry not about yet. that. Not yet. Wrap it up with a sign of the times. Lisa Jameson baked a chocolate fudge sponge cake on Tuesday evening and iced it to make it look like a toilet paper roll and then spelled out stay home around the cake space. By Wednesday morning, the mom from England had just set up a Just Giving page to auction off the cake to raise money for a local hospital there. By the time the auction was closed on Thursday, Lisa was amazed to have garnered about $3,000 for the cake. Jameson says she's very grateful to those who donated. So now, guess what, Big J? Toilet paper cake challenge. Let's do it. Yeah. Make some toilet paper cake, cakes. Cake baking championship on Food Network. Right on. Well, Go. Those people will be very good at it.
uh, it's the home bakers that need to work on it. Like, uh, great baking ship stuff over in Britain. Great British baking championship. Either way, that's what people are doing to kill. A lot of people are baking these days. I was also seeing that banana bread is a popular thing to make during the actual uh, pandemic. Whatever. I mean, there's a reason why all that flour is gone, right? Yeah, people here's what I like to bake. Enchiladas. You don't, do not you bake those? Yeah. You do? You do yeah. You don't, you don't, you don't stovetop them? Stovetop enchiladas? Well, I saw nuts. the pan on this. What, what was the picture you took? It was on the stovetop, right? That was just the chicken, man. But that's but still, I mean, that's what you. That's where you do all the like the yeah, ingredients stuff. Yeah, you gotta stuff. bake the enchiladas first. You never made enchiladas. No, I've never made enchiladas. That's why I'm asking. Yeah, you 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 put them in the oven. But when they're done, not first. Yes, when they're no, not first. That's the, well, you said you have to bake them first. That's why I'm no, asking. No, 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 before you serve them. Correct. Correct. But that's the last part. It all goes in the enchilada and then in the oven, right? Yes. For a little while to bake. Got it. Oh, boy. Morning after. Well, I'm asking, and you're asking me, because I, I don't know. And you're acting like I'm dumb, and I'm telling you I don't know. You are dumb. Help me out. That's a given. But I'm getting zero help. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Coming up in a few short minutes, Cage Match returns. They're Morning after with Nick and Big J on 100.3 The X. That will get you a CD and uh, a little note from old Big J here if you can figure out bad impressions this morning. Prize is on the table. You just have to claim it. 208-287-1003 is the number that you need to call if you'd like to play a little thing called bad impressions. Big J's got three clues. Each one of those clues points to somebody that is pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less... A prize is coming your way, delivered, hand-packaged, by one radio's Big J. Hopefully, you are ready to claim that prize. Hello, The X. Yo, Ryan B., what's up? What's up, dude? Good luck, Ryan. I was once a huge blockbuster action star. Now, I'm the king of VOD. Next one. I was married to Demi Moore back in the day, and we lived in Ketchum, Idaho. Bruce Willis? Bruce Willis. BW is right. Hang on one second, Ryan. We'll hook you up with those uh, CD and notes. What was clue three for fun? Uh, John McClane is well suited to survive the coronavirus. And why is Bruce Willis in the news? Well, he and Demi Moore are together again, Nick. In love? No. uh, Demi Moore and Bruce Willis, uh, they're they're sticking together in isolation with the kids. Uh, They've posed uh, for a shot taken by daughter uh, uh, Talia uh, on Instagram. So uh, they're all in their PJs, and it looks like Christmas morning, practically. So they've got two of their three daughters with them. I'm not sure what the location is. I don't think it's in Sun Valley, but uh, they're all uh, coroned up together. Uh, How... How old weird. are their kids? It's kind of weird. Uh, I, I mean, in their 20s, their late 20s. What is happening? I don't know. I don't know why, and it's weird. <laughs> I mean, like, listen, I, I'm all for that everybody can get along. I think that's fantastic and wonderful. I mean, yeah, maybe, they've gone through some bleep. Right. I mean, <laughs> let's just be honest. But it is strange that, that they're all hanging because out in this I together. I think they're both in relationships with other people, and I didn't see them talking about how Bruce's wife is with them. Well, nobody cares about Bruce's wife. Right, they care I about know. Bruce and Demi. Together again in, in coronavirus uh, captivity together, which is fun, I guess. I don't know. I mean, listen, good for them. I'm glad they have a good relationship. It's best for the kids and wonderful that they can all get along. But uh, also equal parts weird. Yeah, that, very. What they decided. Maybe not even equal parts. Maybe just over weird. <laughs> it's more weird than anything else? Yeah. 
weird that they're, I mean, and then the other thing is, like, they're all in pajamas, which means Bruce had to have pajamas wherever they are, right? Right, yeah, you, you know, hey, listen, it's not like you're supposed to just come hang over for a while. You gotta stay there. So what, how much luggage is, and does he have stuff at the house? Where are they? These are all questions that beg to be asked. So many questions. We don't have any answers. Just more questions. It's, it's, it's a weird conundrum. Either way, as long as everybody's healthy and uh, Bruce Willis is still out there making movies for whatever amount of money they're willing to give him to make movies, good for him, right? He's, I think he's doing okay. I'm sure he is. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your bad impressions. Wrapping up the show here next on the X-Rocks. That's how the show's wrapping up. Some live Lakini's Juice here on 100.3. The X rocks. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Tuesday morning. Had a chance to give stuff away. Big J selected a streaming movie to watch for you tonight and reviewed for you tomorrow. Remember what it was called? Oh, no, I don't. Not a clue. Oh, the kid who would be king. The kid who would be king. Uh, it's, uh, it's... Director, God, it's Joe something. I can't remember the writer-director, but he... Did you ever see Attack the Block? Uh, I got about 20 minutes Oh, really? You didn't like it? Yeah, no. Why? It's boring. Oh, good. It's so good. Uh, And uh, and he also wrote Ant-Man, which I know you watched all the way through, maybe more than once. So uh, I think that maybe you might like this one. Again, we'll see how it is. (laughs) I typed in, kid who attacked the block. Oh, Big man. J's brain. I quit. Is I quit today. I'm done. So uh, we do have to do one more thing before we officially wrap it up, which is get a winner for Cage Match. Yeah, Big J. yeah. Thanks for all the votes, uh, which means that hardly any of you voted, you losers. Oh, jeez. Okay. Yeah, no, I'm not going to make any apologies for you. All you want to say in the music around here, step up, man. Uh, Shinedown wins by a small margin. All right. Congratulations, Shinedown, picking up victory number two. They'll take on a new challenger tomorrow morning here on Cage Match on the morning after. That leaves you with the floor, Big J. Uh, boy, I, I, now underprepared again. Two I, days I in wish, a row? I wish I knew this was happening so that I, I tried watching Community first episode. Yeah? Boring. I couldn't get through the first episode. Man, you've got some serious problems. I don't know what to tell you. Uh, no, it, maybe it's just not that good. No, you're wrong. Yeah. It's very good. I don't and think so. Give it, give it another shot. Give it, give it the second episode. Now, as I was watching, I'm like, man, I really didn't get down with Rick and Morty the first episode either. Right. So, and plus, uh, it takes a while. I mean, don't forget that that pilot episodes are most often yeah, you're a right. fairly you're un- right. unfair representation of a show. Takes a while for something. Give it the first season. Egg. So that's oh, three man. hours. Three hours of your time, and and that's all it takes. And if you're not into it, if you don't enjoy the pop culture references and the things that are involved and the people involved in the show, then I don't know what to tell you. I, I, part of my thing is I don't like McHale. Uh, how do you not like Joel McHale? I just don't like him. Really? Yeah. I mean, what else have you seen him in, I guess? Uh, you know, that's a good question, but the stuff I've seen him in, I don't care for Because he's not in a whole lot. You'd have to, like, seek out stuff <laughs> for you not yeah. to act. Because, I mean, the only thing that any, that he was really known for before this was The Soup. And I know you didn't yeah. watch that show No, either. I did, and I didn't like it. Uh, that's why I didn't like it, probably. But, uh, but, I mean, The Soup was around long before he was involved in it No, well. yeah. I mean, Craig Kilborn? Greg, yeah, sure. No, no, wrong guy altogether. Craig Kilborn was Roger on the Kilborn. Soup. No, uh, you're thinking of Greg Kinnear. McHale's Navy. Uh, and uh, Craig Kilborn once hosted The Daily Show. Morning After with Nick and Big J. <laughs> Jason Drew is up next. You like pe- you don't like people and you don't know who they are. Uh, nah, you just fell in my trap. It's we okay. got ourselves some fun and excitement coming up tomorrow. We'll tune in then. We'll see you there. Have a good one. It's the X Rock.